Yo, welcome back to the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today we got another exclusive episode. It's my man Warpath Fit, Richard Macias. I've been following this dude for a long ass fucking time. Great fucking dude. It was awesome to be able to chop up with him and really talk about elevating ourselves, our lives, becoming the best we can be. So today we're getting deep, man. We're going to be talking about dropping the vices, becoming the best version of yourself, nutrition, discipline, physical fitness, Getting everything online so you can be the best that you can be. So you guys don't want to stick around because this was a fire ass episode. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left. you guys haven't signed up for our newsletter you can do that by clicking the show notes if you really want to fucking win click on the calibrated man facebook group that's where we talk all about recalibrating your mindset last thing leave a five-star rating and review let everybody know how good this podcast is and if you really want to level up your mind body and soul join the recalibrated man mindset group we have winners in there we have guys that are elevating themselves becoming the best that they can be and showing up as the individual's that they love in life my man richard thank you so much for coming on the winner's paradigm podcast brother uh it was a long time in the making here so i appreciate you homie i seen you in the gym and i was like man i need to go introduce myself uh because yeah. one i didn't know we we're in the same city and two it was cool you know seeing you in person meeting you a couple times seeing you around and i'm like oh shit you know is that who i think it is so thank you yeah. for making time in your busy schedule to be here brother two would you mind giving us a brief intro who you are what you're passionate about today brother of course, man. Well, first of all, thank you, man, for, you know, offering me the opportunity just to come on here and speak on, speak on your platform as well. Um, so my name is Richard Macias. You know, I own uh, Warpath Fitness. And, uh, you know, basically what I'm trying to do is just help other men uh, become better, right? Whether it's a better husband, father, um, just overall feeling better about themselves, more confident. Um, I deal with a lot of people that, you know, struggle with vices because that's something that I really struggle with also. Um, so just all around, man, just really trying to help men level up and become that man that their family needs, you know, and, and just to build that confidence in themselves because I know how it is to struggle. You know, I know how it is to uh, deal with low confidence issues and like I said, the vices and everything that comes along with that. And uh, it's not fun. You know what I mean? And it's not something that's uh, uh, that should be a uh, part of your life when it's, whenever you do have a family and stuff like that. brother. So that's what I do, man. I just help a lot of men. We use fitness, nutrition uh, to obviously build your body up, but also build your mindset as well, you know, because I believe I'm a big believer in if you create a strong mentality, the body's going to automatically follow that, right? You don't form discipline. You have this commitment to what you're doing. Guess what? Your body's going to reflect that. Um, so that that's a big part of what I do here. 
Boom, brother. I love that about you. Uh, and that's one thing you're always clear about talking about that, you know, especially when you talk about the pain points of what it was like when you weren't living that, when you weren't aligned And let's start there, brother, the early times, uh, kind of like that path of what led you into the not being aligned and then understanding, you know, at that point of, Hey, I need to be better so I can show up better in life uh, and just be that man that I was missing out on. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I've always, you know, struggled with uh, having this addictive personality. Ever since I was young, I always had this like addictiveness to me where whatever I, whatever I did or got into, I did it to the fullest, you know what I mean? But that also led into doing the wrong things as well, you know? So me, myself, I have to be really mindful as far as what I'm doing, um, how busy I am, because when I'm not busy, you know, my mind starts to wander like everybody else and I start to fall off track, you know? So I started, you know, just drinking a lot. That was my biggest thing. Growing up in a family where, you know, you, everybody's partying, everybody has, you know, family events and stuff like that. It was, uh, you know, innocent at one point, right? It just started me just kind of uh, finishing the rest of my dad's beer, right? And then it, it's like, it turned into more and more as the time went. Um, and so my biggest vice was the drinking, the alcohol part. And I did not like who I was. My family did not like who I was when I was drinking. Um, but going back to that addictive personality, I couldn't stop, right? Even despite my family not liking it, despite me not liking it, for some reason, I still felt like I had to do it. You know, I couldn't, I, I was out of control, basically. Um, I lacked discipline, right? And, and that's why I was a big boy at one point, you know, 260 pounds. Um, that's what I came to realize was the fact that, dude, I struggle a lot with discipline because not only do I have an alcohol problem, I'm also fat and overweight. That means I can't control yep. the food that I'm having. Uh, obviously, the drinks that I'm consuming. I was a real negative person, uh, hated myself. So my thoughts, I couldn't control them either. So my self-talk was really bad. Um, it all came down to that umbrella of lack of discipline. So once I was able to form the discipline through the nutrition, through the training, right, and forming that, doing it every day, that bled into all areas of my life, whether it was the fitness, uh, finances, I started having more money because I had more discipline to not spend what I was making uh, relationship wise, you know, and then just just dropping the drink, man, dropping the vices altogether. Um, I think what helped me with that was just changing my overall outlook and my body as well. And it like it, it really showed me, man, I'm making changes with myself. Why do I got to drink? You know, and like really getting serious with myself, finding that root cause of why do I drink? You know, why do we do the things that we do? And that takes somebody to really sit down with themselves, sober minded, and really figure that part out, which is really hard, you know? So yeah, brother, that, that's kind of, you know, where I'm at on that. Yeah, bro. Uh, that's one of the things I, I'm glad you touched up on because that was something I was going to ask you as well, you know, is the drinking part because uh, I ran into that. And especially now I'm running into it more um, and it yeah. kind of goes into it. You know, you talked about the negativity and that mindset of what we're projecting and also, you know, what we're bringing into us. And that happened to me. Multiple conversations I had with people where they're like, oh, you know, as Mexicans, you know, we're always drinking and it's around our family and blah, 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 you know, making excuses. And I'm like, nah, I get it. I was the same way. I got up to 235 uh, when I was in the Marine Corps. It was the same fucking thing. Um, I got all cool with all the Mexican guys. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from Fresno. You know, um, I grew up with the Mexican side. I didn't grow up the black side. So we're fucking having carne asadas and we're cooking. We're doing all this shit. And again, here goes me doing the dumb shit, being drunk, fucking fighting. Um, we'd be streaming the UFC fights, boxing, Canelo, just getting drunk. And then all of a sudden we're just fighting, throwing down and everybody's like laughing at me. 
And uh, my ass was getting in trouble. And I started just realizing like, yeah. hey, this isn't leading me to that right direction. And also right. what's funny is like, just me showing up in life wasn't it. What it was like, I was always drunk, thinking negatively, being reactive, uh, going back home. And then I'm like, oh, it's on and popping all the fucking time. And everybody's like, hey, why are you just wilding out all the time? And I'm like, yeah. no, nah, that's the way it is, you know, handle business. And it was funny. It's like, it was always taking me away from myself. So I love that just because uh, I literally talked to a client the other day, you know, when we're talking about the drinking and uh, he was like, hey, I haven't dropped the drink yet. You know, I think I can do it at this capacity. And I'm like, no, I don't think you will. You know, and I'm like, it's about the foundation. We're talking about trainers, you know, and he's like, well, this coach says I can put, put beers in my macros. And I'm like, yeah, that's all cool and all, but that's not something I'm going to. And when we talk about our programs, you know, it's, it's about building that foundation, creating that mindset, creating that man who's removed from all those things. Uh, so that's what I loved about you as well. You know, is you talk about living it every single day, creating that day. And let's touch on that factor, brother, for the person who's struggling, who thinks that, hey, they can't have their beers while struggling with their own vices. How do they create that day to where they finally understand that, hey, they don't need that and they're better off showing up as sober, present minded and better within the current time? Yeah, I think it's about just really like focusing on why do you drink? You know, that's why I ask a lot of people. And a lot of times what I get is like, uh, like or they don't know, you know what I mean? Or. It's like something like, well, I've just always done it. They don't really have a true answer for it. Uh, it's just a stress reliever for me. Or, you know, it just helps me at the end of the day relax and uh, get ready. I'm like, so, okay, we need a fix. Why can you not relax on your own, right? Why are you so stressed out that you need this other substance to help you get through the day? That should be a red flag right there, right? So if we can attack the root cause of why you're drinking and we fix that, that's going to figure out, that's going to fix why you're drinking, right? And so a lot of people, man, they, they struggle with this as far as like, they really don't know why they drink. They just been doing it for so long that it's become part of them. And I get that because that was me. You know, I was that guy. I was the drinker. Everybody knew me as the partier, right? Um, and, and, and it was like, yeah. it became my identity. And going back to what you said, you know, you start messing around, you start, you know, fighting, you start doing all this stuff people know you as that person and it's just like do you really want to be known as that you know when people are sitting there at your funeral talking about you what things do you want them to say about you you know do you want them to say like oh yeah i remember this one weekend where he got so thrashed he blacked out and he was just fighting causing a scene or would you rather them say like man he was a good person he always had a good head on his shoulders he was committed to his family he was in shape like this guy did it you know he was the perfect example of what it is to be a responsible man. He took care of stuff, right? And so that's what, uh, you know, you can, and I tell my clients the same thing. Listen, if you want to drink, by all means, you're a grown man, but just remember that is going to put a hindrance on your results. So what do you want more? Would you rather drink or would you rather get in shape and basically become this new guy that you, that you want to be? You know what I mean? That's what you're going to have to come down to. And if you cannot stop drinking for 90 days, six months, you got a problem, you know, and a lot of people can't do that, bro. And, but the thing is, they don't think they have a problem, right? It's just like, well, I just drink on the weekends. I have a couple beers on the weekends with the wife. Okay, cool. So you can't stop that for 90 days, you know, and they just don't want to, you know? So it just comes down to the fact, bro, what do you want, right? Like you got to buckle down and really look at your life and say, is this serving me? You know, and that's what I ask myself with anything is, is this going to make me more money? Is this going to make me a better husband, a better father? And is this going to make me look better or more healthier? 
If the answer is no, I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? So it's very easy for me to make decisions with my life because I just got to ask myself those four questions, you know? that that's fucking killer advice bro and that's why i was laughing while you're saying it is it's like literally me reliving it and uh i literally had that conversation with my old man the other day he's about 50 now uh homeboy's still wilding out and that's what he thinks is is that identity you know and he's like you don't get it it was easy for you to drop and i start fucking laughing and i'm like nah it wasn't it's just i didn't share that part of the journey so people didn't know that especially with him because it was this machismo shit hard all this fuck all the time we don't talk about our feelings we don't talk about whatever if it is, you know, you're drunk as fuck. So it was funny because yeah. uh, that was me. You know, my my wife, she went to the Navy. Me and her mom were drinking fucking AMFs and I was just ordering shots. I threw it at my brother-in-law. I'll stop being a bitch, drink this. And we're wilding out. And um, then I thought I was going to start fighting because we we're at a pizza place and I seen somebody. And it was just like me getting in a negative mindset. And it was funny because when I started getting sober and I started talking about these things, especially talking about men. And I'm like, hey, I'm talking to that guy who's on his knees asking God for shit to change. Uh, because I visualize the death, like how you're talking about that. You know, I visualize the death and I'm like, man, you know, and I, and I seen that in a vision where it was like, you know, he had potential. He just didn't put in the fucking work. And then my mother-in-law right. asked me now, every time she sees me, Hey, did you get a workout in today? Did you do this? I'm like, yeah, I did burpees this morning. And then I was bitching because, uh, we went home and I couldn't get a gym membership over there because there's no 24 hour gyms. So I'm fucking doing burpees in the background, uh, in the backyard. My swagger had like 30 pound dumbbells and I'm doing lunges and like, how many did you do? I'm like 400 this morning, 400 squats, 400 burpees. And they're like, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, just mentally to stay sound. Not even that I want to work out, just mentally, it's going to lead back to the vices, whatever, because we're going to get stressed out. And if you can't self-regulate, that's it. You know, so I was having that conversation with the old man and I start telling him about these things. And he's like, wow, like you don't know. And then he brings up the Mexican card again, you know. Oh, well, growing up, I seen my Theos. I'm like, bro, my mom drank every fucking day. My stepdad drank every day. Uh, my stepdad was racist and would be like, oh, you can't be this, you can't be that. So for me, it was that identity issue. And again, it went into what are we, how do we show up? Well, I was the party year and that's all I ever was. And that's what everybody knew me as since fucking whenever, you know, junior high. Uh, and it just led me to bad shit, you know? So I started just tapping on that. And what's funny is like literally Monday, bro, I posted that on my story. Uh, I posted that at my best friend's wedding. I got so drunk. I stole my Primo's cowboy hat. I put it on. I took his bottle of tequila. I was about to slap the shit out of him because he tried to take it from me. And then I was running around saying they can't catch me. And uh, I literally just talked on that in a post and was just like, hey, this is what it is. I was struggling. It led me, yes, you know, to getting results. Uh, I was with my own boss at 19. They're like, you're a leader. You're more mature. But in my head, I was like, oh, because I seen this my whole fucking life is if you're a high performer, you can party hard. And it just didn't lead me to that life. So I spoke on that. People were talking. We were like, bro, that that resonates. And I think that's powerful, you know, is when we start talking about these things like you're doing, brother, is people see that. And that goes into the identity issue. You know, you've talked about a little bit on, on the results, how we're switching it. But really, when it's that identity and switching into who you are, uh, one of the things you talk about is in the nutrition, you know, the ground turkey, uh, you and the wife always making these meals and sticking to that plan. How important is it for us to have those one to two go to meals that you're always posting? And then two, to create that identity where it's like, hey, the reason why my nutrition is so intact is so I can show up better. This is going to lead to everything else in life, whether it's the body transformation, it's the mindset, the discipline, or me just being a better father. Yeah, no, I mean, nutrition is vital, right? Like if you're not eating good, you're not going to feel good. Bottom line, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people have those issues is the fact that, you know, they're not eating quality food or they're not knowing their, their specific macros. And uh, that leads into other stuff as well. You know, insecurities. 
Because I know this firsthand. When I was not eating right, my body did not look right. Therefore, what did I think? Well, I'm already out of shape. What's one beer going to hurt, right? I'll start Monday. You know what I mean? And then it kept going that cycle and cycle. And it just led me to being this unconfident person all because I just wasn't doing the basic necessities, right? Like we only have control over a few things in life, right? The thoughts we think, the food that we're having, um, maybe the, the amount of exercise that we're getting, you know, those are things that we can control. You know, I can control if I eat a donut today or if I choose not to. I can control if I hit a workout today or if not. I can choose to be positive today or negative, right? But I can't control what the government's doing. I can't control the weather, right? So why worry about that stuff? Really focus on what you can control and that just leads into other stuff. So by you not eating right, that's going to lead you into not thinking right. And then it's going to lead you into looking in the mirror and be like, man, I'm a flat slob. I, I suck. I'm low confident. I'm just going to drink to remove all this stuff, right? Because that's what I did. I just put a Band-Aid over everything without actually taking the time to fix it. You know, so for me, man, when I eat good, I feel good. Therefore, I don't want to drink because it's going to knock me off that course because I know damn well if I drink and I have this mean ass hangover on Monday, the rest of my week is messed up because you might drink one day, right? You might drink Saturday, but you get thrashed. You wake up Sunday hungover. Then what do you do? Well, let me have a few more to get rid of this hangover. And then here comes Monday. You're still hungover, still feel like crap. Now it takes you a couple days just to get back into shape, back into feeling okay. So let's say it's Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday, Thursday comes, and then it's Friday again, ready to party, do the same cycle, right? So you really only feel great two days out of the whole seven, all because you chose to drink one day, right? And so that leads with everything, with nutrition, everything, man. Like, you know, you choose the food that you're having. If you're not having the right food, it's going to lead into other areas that are also not going to be making the best decisions on what you're doing, you know? So for me, Matt, I have to have my meals in place. It's just part of who I am now. You know, it's just like, it's like brushing my teeth. Okay. I already know I got my five meals in the refrigerator. I know this, I know that I don't got to think about stuff no more, you know? So I like my, my life right now is kind of like on autopilot. Like I have the same routine, the same schedule. I go to the gym at the same exact time. I eat the same foods. I wear the same clothes as far as the colors, black, white, you know, maybe throwing some red here and there. Like, I don't need to really think about a lot of stuff, which leads me to focus on what I need to focus on. My family, my health, my business, you know, the stuff that really matters. Boom, brother. You hit it on the money and I'm the same exact way. Normally I'm wearing the black shirt, but today I was like, no, this Lakers shirt's calling me. Uh, so I threw it on, you know, and that's, that's something I go. do, you know, is put it on, uh, autopilot as well you know where it's the same thing well i've had the ground chicken ground turkey mixed white rice mixed veggies i just threw three eggs on there had some protein bread threw it next to the side and i was like i need a little more carbs we're doing legs today and uh mm -hmm. it was funny because i used to not think that way you know and it's exactly yeah. how you said uh you know you're drinking all weekend i would start drinking thursday night because mm -hmm. um they would be like fuck it you know somehow we'd get to work friday get done with work and then i'll get drunk right at 2 30 sometimes we got out early that way i couldn't get called back in and then fucking be going all weekend you know and then back yeah. where it hits monday and uh don't get me wrong you know still got the workout in saturday sunday but it was dog shit because i was hungover then mm -hmm. it was funny as i didn't learn that you know 72 hours after you drink your metabolism's messed up so it takes that 72 hours to go back to normal uh so by the time it's wednesday then you're like oh i finally got a good workout in well i didn't fucking know that 
So I was just leading myself down a destructive path. And it's funny, it's like, uh, I was working out two times a day. I tore all the cartilage in my right knee, started getting all these injuries with my body. And then I was like, why can't I lose weight? Well, probably because I kept fucking drinking all the time. And then literally, yeah. you know, uh, my wife went to boot camp and it was just ground turkey, uh, rice, vegetables, lunch, you know, and then it was like salmon, rice, broccoli or chicken. You know, those are my three meals a day. And uh, the weight was coming off, but it was, again, the habits. It wasn't creating that lifestyle. Uh, and that's something, you know, I started talking about lately. It's like, yeah, it's about the macros. It's about the same meals. But like, if you don't change that identity, just like we're talking about of, hey, this is who I am. This is why I do it. This is how I'm better. Uh, you can fall back. And that's where I used to be one of those dudes, you know, that would be like, oh, if they get ripped, then they go back to it. Then they blame shit on injuries or they blame it on whatever. Uh, and I started getting stagnated where I wasn't able to squat for like five years. So it was just straight machines, um, you know, free weights, trying to figure out, hey, how am I going to move around this knee injury? Because my shit started locking up. Scar tissue was holding me back. And then, you know, got on a program and was like, hey, now I'm squatting. Now I'm not worrying about that. I just focus on what I can do every single day. Uh, and again, you know, talks about that mindset component you were talking about, you know, of making everything simple for yourself and then just showing up as that every day. So next thing here, brother, you're amazing father, amazing husband. You know, you're always showing that at being clear. How important is it for us to just be present in the moment, especially with our people, man, and giving us exactly, you know, more than what we had? Man, it's everything, right? Like if you're not fully present with your people, you're going to be missing out on a lot of stuff. And you know, I've talked to a few older people, you know, in their 80s, you know, 70s. I like to kind of I like to study people and, and ask them questions and figure out, you know, what best advice would you give somebody, you know, at my age? Right. You're 80 years old. I'm 35. What would you tell me? Uh, something that you wish somebody told you, you know, and man, everybody says the same stuff. You know, love your family, really spend time with them, focus on them. Don't worry about all the other stuff like family is everything, being present with them watching your kids grow up because it goes fast, you know, and I got four kids and my oldest is 13 now. And bro, like literally I, I still feel like she's a little girl, right. And she's becoming this young lady and it's just crazy to see the changes that are happening, you know? And it's just like, just to think that I did miss out on a lot of that because I had her when I was 20, my wife was 18, right. So we were still partying. We were still young, figuring stuff out. Um, I missed a lot of her childhood due to being drunk, due to my vices, due to working so much because I had to do this stuff, you know? Um, and, and so me being fully present has been everything. It's been a game changer because now I get to go to bed at night, like fully knowing that like, man, I'm in my family's life. You know what I mean? I'm a present father. Um, and going back to when I was bigger and when I was drinking, even though I was with them, sometimes I wasn't present. Because all I could think about was how I looked, right? How I felt. Where's the nearest gas station so I can grab a beer real quick? And if we are going to a restaurant, do they serve alcohol, right? So the, all this time that I was there with my family, bro, I'm over here. Like, let's say, for example, we go to the beach, right? We go to the beach. I'm not thinking about having fun with my kids. I'm not thinking about going swimming. I'm thinking about, damn, look how I look on this beach. Fat as hell with these man boobs, right? And I wonder what everybody else is thinking of me that steals away so much of your time of being present because you're just focused on how you feel and how you look, you know? So even then I still missed out on a lot, man. So now I make it a priority and that's why I went full in on my business. Um, I was doing a, you know, I was working a full-time job while coaching clients. 
But then I was like, bro, like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Like I said, I have that addictive personality. I can't just sit back and just let stuff go. I have to be fully in there. And that's what I did. I took the risk. I quit my nine to five job and I went full in this coaching thing. It's hard, right? Being an entrepreneur is hard. It's not for everybody, but the freedom that comes with that, being able to take them to school, pick them up, go to their sporting events, be present in their life. That's worth more than, than anything that I could possibly give, you know? So I ain't a millionaire yet, but I feel, you know, that I'm rich because I get to do that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I feel successful already, but there's more to get, you know, but the fact that I can sit here and be present with them, money can't buy that. You know, we can't buy, you can't buy time, right? Time is going to go. That's one thing for sure. You'll never get back. Right. So being there is definitely where it's at. Bro, that, that hit me hard right there. Uh, first point, you know, I was at Disneyland the other day because we got passes. So we're always going wherever wife, uh, birthdays or whatever. She's like, let's go to Disneyland. And I was fucking laughing at Disneyland because I was just watching people. That's one of the reasons why I don't like it. You know, as you see all these fucking people. Yeah. Or I heard this lady, bro. This lady's like, where's the beer? You know, I need to get this Modelo, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking and I'm fucking laughing, bro. I was like, bro, that was me. Like, I was mm -hmm. trying to be faded at all times, you know what I mean? Or yeah. I heard a family member, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak this shit in and I'm gonna be faded when we go in there, and then I'm just gonna be faded all fucking day long. And this this shit's gonna carry, and I'm fucking laughing because I'm like, bro, that was me. And mm -hmm. uh, it really didn't hit me until like I, I started journaling, you know, and I was talking to a client. Client's like, Oh, yeah, you know, I had a couple beers, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just imagine if you didn't do that, like just being fully present. Right. And that was what it was for me. And I just thanked my wife. I was like, hey, thank you. You know, I'm glad we don't drink anymore. Uh, Cause that was something, you know, just being at Disneyland, watching these people. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I used to struggle with the same exact thing. Not looking good. Worried about dumb shit. Worried about fucking drinking. Oh, is this fool looking at me? What's up? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. you probably were just fucking looking or whatever, you know? So now it's like, I get that look from somebody. I start smiling. I'm like, hey, homie, how you doing, brother? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And uh, it's a different way of thinking to where before I was just more destructive in my own fucking head at all times, uh, getting in bad situations. And that was something for me. You know, it's like I kept attracting that shit because that's what I was and thought, hey, that's not what it is. You know? Oh, it's just that's how I live. And it's like, nah, bro, you're attracting exactly what it is. So funny when you were saying that because I was at Disneyland the other day. And like I said, you know, um, I was just really like soaking that shit in. And I was like, my, my wife was on a ride. She wanted to go to ride real quick. So I'm with the kids. We got a two-year-old, 10-month-old, and I'm fucking taking care of them while running the business. And uh, we're right there. And I'm not checking the phone like I normally would and be trying to DM people. I'm just like, hey, whatever, you know? So we're just sitting there and I'm like, listen, all these conversations. And then came back home, got some work done for the day, you know, closed the deal. And it was funny because I used to just bitch about that. You know, I used to be like, oh, I have to do all this shit. Um, uh, Basically, my my gist of it was, you know, I was helping vets with the VA claims, um, the company, my nanny moved to Minnesota, excuse me. So I was holding my daughter, making sales calls. Company's like, hey, do you still want to be here? Is your heart here? I was like, yeah, I was just letting you know my situation, what's going on. I was already working 60 to 80 hours. Uh, so I quit that thinking that, hey, I'm going to be more present being home and then started a business with a dude that was seven figure guy that fell out. And what's funny is like the mindset there again, you know, it went into alignment. Um, the dude was more focused on his business than his family. And that's where he shifted to. And that was it for me. You know, it's just being more present. And that was something for me. Uh, every podcast I come on, I'm like, hey, man, I got my kids in the background. If you got a problem yeah. with it, you can F off. I'm not going to sit here and fucking bullshit you. Two, I'm not going to sit here and fucking tell my kid to go away. Nah, like they will jump on the podcast. If they really want to be here. I don't care. Um, so yeah. 
let's talk about that last part before we close it out, brother. When it comes to alignment, how important is it for you to keep those right people around you, but also elevate those connections, the people you have in your inner circle? Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it. You know, if you hang around five smokers, you'll be the six, right? So it, it is about keeping that community. And I, bro, I really don't hang out with a lot of people. You know, uh, I'm real, um, not careful with that, but it's just, you know, I'm about focusing on what I do, right? And not a lot of people are into that. Not a lot of people are into their fitness, uh, going to bed, you know, at a decent time to wake up for the next day to attack it. So I got to make sure that, you know, the people that I'm around, they're vibing and they're also providing value for me as well, right? But I also want to provide that outlet for those negative people as well, because I feel that I'm at a point now where I really don't let a lot of negativity affect me in a way because I separate myself from that. I have compassion for people and I understand that when somebody's negative or when somebody's, you know, maybe mouthing off at you or, or disrespecting you in some form, it's really having a lot to do with them versus to do with you, you know? So I've been able to switch my mindset over to that and just be like, wow, like I wonder what they're struggling with to cause them to act this way. You know, and that's what I see now with people that are drinking. If I walk into a restaurant and I see a guy thrashed and just like, you know, st stumbling out the door, my first initial thought is like, I wonder what he's going through to cause him to get that plastered to where he doesn't even want to be that person anymore. Right. Because that's what we're doing. We're, we're drinking to forget about our real self, you know, and there's something there that we don't like about ourselves that we're using this alcohol to mask. And that's what I automatically go to. It's like, man, what is this guy going through um, to be to to want to, you know, get so drunk that he doesn't even remember the night, you know? So it's about opening that door, too, for people and allowing them to see your life. And, you know, a lot of people say, like, if you're negative, stay away from me, right? I don't want you around me. I get that. You know, you don't want people to ruin your peace and your energy. I get that. But. What if we were to think so highly of ourselves, and we come from an abundant state where I'm so positive, it flows through me. Uh, I, I'm never lacking any of this stuff that I can give some away and I'll still be okay. But I'm going to help you. I'm going to bring you up with me, right? You're not going to bring me down to your level. I'm going to bring you up to my level and hopefully help you uh, see what you're doing. You know, so I do want to, and I go back to, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus and stuff. That's what Jesus did, right? Jesus hung around sinners. He hung around prostitutes. He hung around people that were drunk. He hung around murderers. Why? Because he was trying to show them what is possible. If you could change your life, like you're, you're going to be forgiven. You know what I mean? And everybody has the opportunity to do that. So I don't like to close my door on certain people. And if certain people want to ask me, you know, hey, let's go out drinking. I'll, I'll flip it. I'll be like, all right, hey, I'm not going to go drink, but you want to come to the gym with me tomorrow? You know, let's go to the gym at eight in the morning. I'll see you there. Right. So I flip that script on them to a positive thing. Yeah, I'm cool with hanging out with you, but we're going to do something positive. We're not going to go drink. You know what I mean? So it, it is important to keep your circle, you know, nice and strong and making sure, especially with the family, bro, you have to be very careful who you let around your family. You know what I mean? Um, if you're letting people that are not good for you and not good for the family, that's going to affect everybody else around you. You know, so me as a father, I'm a protector. I'm a provider. Right. So that means I have to protect and provide for them with the right amount of energy and the right amount of people around them also. You know, so, yeah, brother, it's all about having that good energy. But at the same time, being able to uh, have your boundaries 
and where people also know, you know, hey, this guy doesn't mess around. He's not going to go drink with me on this weekend. And he's going to, you know, do this. He's going to do that. He has his protocol set up. Uh, that's what I want. You know what I mean? And hopefully I inspire those people to want to change. Um, but there's going to be haters, right? There's going to be people that are like, oh, you're too good for me. You know, and I got that a lot from my family, right? Whenever I started making the changes, a lot of my cousins, you know, oh, you think you're all good now because you're trying to get sober and you're getting in shape. You know what I mean? Like, and they try to remind you, you know, remember that one time at, you know, this party where you got so drunk and da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that was a long time ago, bro. You know, you're still on that or what? Like, move on now. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. but yeah, it, it's all about, it's all about keeping that circle and making sure that, um, you have those right people around you, you know, big time. That again, bro, that's huge. Uh, and that was something for me this year, December, fuck, December 31st, 2022, my wife was going to leave me. Uh, and it was funny as, uh, again, you know, we're talking about alignment. Um, I was going to go to, I was going to powerhouse at that time. And it was funny as that gym was closed on fucking new year. So I was pissed off and I was just like walked home. Um, so four miles there, four miles back, all pissed off. I was like, I can't go to the fucking gym, you know? And it was just, again, negative outlook, bad place this year, two in the morning, I'm at Metroflex working out. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking amazing. You know, a couple of people in there fucking working out 2 a.m. Everybody's hung over. I'm looking at stories. I'm laughing. So I'm like, bro, that used to be me. And uh, it yeah. didn't hit me until one of my buddies is a bodybuilder. And he was like, he came over to my house and he's like, all right, we're going to Metroflex at eight tomorrow. And I'm like, cool. But I go to the gym at three or four. So let's go earlier. He's like, nah, I was like, fuck it. I'll go twice. So by the time eight rolls around, he's half asleep. And he's like, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I hit legs this morning. What you want to do now? And he's like looking at me like, how are you going again? And I'm like, oh, fuck it, dude. Let's let's get this other workout in. And I'm like, you wanted to play yeah. what you wanted to do, sleep in. He went out the night before. I was like, that's cool. Now let's go to the gym, you know? So got a second workout in. And that was something for me where it was like, I used to be that so close-minded where I'd be like, nah, stay away from me. Now it's more of, hey, you know, uh, if you're going to be here, this is what we're doing. If not, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to focus on putting that good energy out, being better that I can be. Because again, you know, those vices, everything it's so easy to go back to who we were and back to the bullshit if we're not yeah. on that plan so i love the way you said that bro you've been an amazing fucking guest here i'll wrap it up with the last question i ask everybody what would you say to uh our old version of ourselves? we're looking to recalibrate our mindset we don't know where to start we just want to align ourselves with our definition of success you gotta just start man so many people are behind the computer researching right what's the best way to do this what's the best approach for this you're gonna get confused and then you're never gonna start, right? So all that energy that you're putting into that, you could already been a month in, you know? And I, I hear this a lot of times, man, I've been researching how to stop drinking, how to eat right. How long have you been doing that for? Like two or three weeks? Bro, you could already been down like 10 pounds if you would have just started watching what you're eating, tracking your food and doing it, right? So, you know, how do you learn how to drive a car? You can't drive a parked car. You have to actually put your foot on that gas pedal and go. And it's scary at first, but then you get the hang of it. Next thing you know, you're changing the radio, you're eating, you're talking on the phone, you're texting while driving, right? Because what did you do first? You just started doing it and then you learned as you go, you know? So that's what I tell people all the time, man. My old self, I was a procrastinator. I was waiting for that perfect time. Well, when this happens, then I'll start. Or when my wife starts to, you know, want to be healthy with me, then I'll start this. No especially men, you guys are the leaders. You guys have to start everything first. Don't wait for anybody because what you're going to do is you're going to allow them to have that safe spot to also start, you know, and, and if you make mistakes, oh, well, now you've learned how to deal with that, navigate around that, and then show other people what works, what doesn't work, 
you know? So that'd be the biggest thing for me. I think a lot of people just procrastinate. They're waiting for that perfect time. There is none. That time is now, right? And if you don't start now, more than likely, you're probably never going to do it. Boom. You, you hit another money again. And uh, what's funny is uh, we used to be those people. So that's why it's so easy yeah. to talk about that. That's how I know. And, to click it. <laughs> and that's why I tell people, bro. Everybody's like, dude, it's like you're talking to me. I'm like, it's because I'm, I'm talking to myself. You know, we all deal with yep. the same stuff. Maybe it's just a little bit different, but you know, I lost my wife too. I lost my four kids too due to alcohol, you know? So I know the route that it, it leads you to uh, if you just continue going down that path, you know what I mean? And I think that's what separates us, you know, or what makes us different from other people is we've gone through this stuff, you know? So I haven't always been in shape. I haven't always been sober. So I could really resonate with people that are overweight, dealing with vices, having marital issues, because that was me. You know what I mean? So everything that I speak through, man, is just personal experience. I, I love when people say that shit, dude, is like, um, you know, just to close it out here. I love when people say that and they talk about that shit and they're like, oh, well, you don't get it. And I'm like, nah, I do fucking get it, bro. I've had friends that fucking were supposed to go to my house that night. Motherfuckers died. Or I was in mm. St. Louis and I was like, oh, I'm at an event. I'm going to help out over here. My life's getting good. The old shit's behind me. One of my boys died at a drive-by the day before I went out there. You know, so it was just like being present, being in the moment, being like, hey, this is what it is. So I love when people say that. Oh, there is tomorrow. I'm gonna do this. I'm like, nah, bro, there is no fucking tomorrow. Like it's what yeah. time is it right now? You know, you still got how many hours? Go to sleep later, mm -hmm. go to the gym tonight. They're like, Why are you telling me go to the gym at 10 p.m.? Like it's the difference is, is hey, you're gonna get started today, we're gonna get started tomorrow, but you figure yeah. it out because tomorrow's never gonna happen, or tomorrow something's gonna pop up once you just do today. And literally, I've been doing that lately, you know, switching my times on purpose to go to the gym because we've been sick. So instead of going in the morning, I'm going at night and I'm like, hey, the reason why I'm doing that is to fix it with the schedule. And two, it's like, hey, we don't miss regardless because we do that every right. single day. So it really doesn't matter what time you do it. Get it in. Focus on what you mm -hmm. have to do. In this case, I'm doing it strategically because I understand we're sick. Shit's going on. We're up on the middle of the night. I'm not sleeping my four hours. Uh, so I'm going to prioritize sleep because I'm not feeling good either. And then we're going to get this shit in. It's funny. It's like people yeah. start catching on. So I appreciate you, bro. I know definitely we'll do a round two in person. So thank you again, brother. Where can people find you, man, if they want to keep up with you? So I do have a website. It's at warpathfit.com. You guys can go on there, check it out. I do have an Instagram as well. That's where I interact with a lot of people, uh, message everybody. I run my whole page. So it's warpath.fit on IG. Uh, and then I'm going to be starting a YouTube soon. So whenever that pops off, uh, it's out there, the Warpath Fitness channel, but uh, I still got to start uploading more stuff on there, but that's coming soon. Uh, but those are the three platforms that you can find me. Um, reach out to me. Like I said, man, I'm very personable. I love talking to people. So shoot me a DM, you know, even if it's just some advice, man, how do I stop drinking? How do I do this? How do I, you know, I would love to help you. You know, that's what I'm here for. Hell yeah, brother. We'll definitely send people your way. Thank you again, brother. It was an honor. Thank you, brother. Likewise. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, 